You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts J-Hove, Jeff, and Wheezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I'm J-Hope. I'm Weezy. What's popping? What's popping, Weezy? We got Jeff out on assignment this week. Shout out to Jeff. Camera's still always on, Jeff. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff, man. Most definitely, man. Um, Weezy, how was your week this week, brother? Uh, it was a cool week, man. Solid week. Cool week. Yeah. Football getting a little closer. Yeah, so, for sure. Getting a little excited. Yeah, they say you were at the Jay-Z and Beyonce concert. Nah, I didn't make it. That was your fault. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, me and you, you'll never go to a concert with me again. Bruh. Oh, that's the reason. Yeah, that's that's definitely the reason. Yeah, I mean, you were in the locked hands, though, wasn't you? Damn! <laughs> there you go. That's what they said. Nah. That's what they said you were in the locked hands. They didn't say that. They didn't say that? That's monkey. Yeah, okay. for sure. What you got up on the show today? <laughs> today, we'll, <laughs> we're breaking down 2018 college football, man. Yeah, FSP style. Most definitely FSP. You style. excited about that? Very excited, man. My, How about your Gators? Uh, my Gators will be very underrated this year, um, as usual. Y'all we we win nine games. Yeah, y'all lose about five games. We will win nine games. Got a nice schedule, so it'll be fine for sure. What's your best of the week, though, so we can get started? Oh, uh, my best of the week. Uh, I mean, Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. Birdman, allegedly squashed the beef. Oh, allegedly, Birdman came out. Yeah. Said in his Ebonics language that uh, he apologized. <laughs> Most definitely did. And he said he the illest and the trillest. Yeah, for sure. He said that. Yeah, that's fake to me. Fake news. You that's know. fake news. But it makes sense. I get it. I understand yeah. why. It's all about them clicks, ain't it? About yeah, the not money. for sure. Just, it's a good look for him, for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. Lil Wayne look happy. Um, Lil Wayne, it was high. What's wrong with his hair? Just high. Just, Just out here. My best of the week, man, is Bill Cosby's using Bitcoin to keep creditors, government, and his wife from his $500 million fortune. So, smart man. So, all, all his money is in Bitcoin? All his money, well, most of his money that's liquidated to Bitcoin. That's crazy. Yeah. Some friends and family. I don't know, but he don't want Camille to have it, for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, nah, for sure. I mean, Weezy probably should have hollered at you. He should have hollered at me, man. Yeah. He, you can I watch that money. Yeah, I could have took care of him. I already know. Yeah, Bill Cosby would have been for a rude awakening. Yeah, what you I'm gonna let you slide though. Yeah, what you got for your worst of the week? Though? My worst of the week, mm-hmm. man. On the <laughs> the real view, um, it's group chat. Group yeah, chat this week. Chat. Yeah, it was rough, man. Why you say that? We we we're talking about Bobby Brown's up uh series coming on. Okay. BT. Okay. And they got to talking about Whitney. For sure. They said Whitney been out here since for a long time, sure. Jack. Whitney put Bobby on. See, I don't, I'm not believing that, nah, man. For sure, Whitney put Bobby on. Whitney been smoking forever. They said the age of 10 yeah. on that dog Early. food. Her brother got her. <laughs> he brought up dog food. But, yeah, now nah, her brother got her going at, a, at 10 years but old. But listen, let me know what dog food I, is. That's, that's, Urban they, Dictionary. They got to go to Holler Rico to see what that nah, dog food nah, is. Rico ain't got it. I don't even know who Rico <laughs> is. I don't know who Rico is. <laughs> uh, my worst of the week was the unveiling of the LeBron 16. That they took several steps back from the 15, which was a shoe that I wanted a couple of pair of. And um, this one is something that I would totally hard pass on all colorways. I don't know how they're going to bounce back. And you, this is an ugly shoe. You overreacting. It's a bad It's a bad shoe. It, it's not as bad as you think it yes, is. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's most not. definitely. It's uh, maybe one, a half of a step back, but it's not as a it's, – it's a lifestyle. It's like a lifestyle shoe. No, no, you're supposed to play basketball in there. Yeah, but you'll wear it. I will not. I didn't. I have know why. 14. I know why you won't wear no more Lebrons. Nah, but I mean, yeah, just because I tore my Achilles in a pair of Lebrons, that don't have anything to do with <laughs> it. Because I wanted a pair of 15s, I just couldn't find one that I like. 
And that that shoe ain't that bad. Oh, it's trash. I white. promise you, it's not just that white. Bad. Just but white. isn't all shoes bad? Like past sixteen. Nope. What Jordans? Seventeens are solid. True. Just some look cool. Jordan seventeens are solid. Just some look cool. You got a pair of seventeens? I do not. Used to. I used to have a pair. Uh, you let them go. Yeah, yeah. Smoked those. I probably hooped in them or something. <laughs> sure. Catch me at the top of the key. Check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and YouTube, of course. Past episodes of FSP. Simply search Full Sport Press Podcast. Most definitely. You check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Adam Brown and Spike Lou each and every Wednesday. This week's show is the Hip Hop Hall of Fame First Ballot Mixtape episode. It's up right now. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, it was. A, I, I listened to that show. I actually listened to that show. Shout out to Lou. Yeah. AB. I listened yeah. to that one. For real, for real. It's about time. But uh, I'm hot at him. Big Crit went on there. I didn't hear Big Crit at all. Yeah. Now, Big Crit didn't deserve to be on there. Put that on my sub. Yes. <laughs> it's you and your homeboy. You used to ride around listening to that. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, all riding around. Never mind. Oh, um, my goodness. Lord have mercy. Yeah, but now, nah, um, my favorite mixtape um, is a mixtape about nothing Wale. Um, very classic mixtape for sure. Yeah, that's about the only thing you got. Nah, for sure. He still that, go back and listen to that shine. It's banging, dog. No, it's not, Jay. Yeah, no, for sure. You if you got a label right now, you sign a you sign oh, a Wale. Sure. He makes hits. He makes hits. He used to certified makes hits. No question. I ain't signing Wale. Yeah, that's nah, a bad sure. move. You ain't signing Wale. I promise Tomorrow. you. Mm. But we got a hip hop podcast that you can listen to each and every week, and that's called the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast. We also have a ladies' room podcast, man. Check out Rizzo and Amory to find what the ladies are really talking about in the ladies' room. The latest episode is up right now. And you can catch up on past episodes and follow Ladies' Room Podcast on IG and Facebook. One time for Coach Locke. Ladies, you look good. Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies, man. Me and my dog, Animal Brown, has got a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. Everybody needs it, man. Directly for the culture. Follow show IG page at Fresh for Dummies and simply search Fresh for Dummies on all of your social media. Also, go to the YouTube channel and check out season one of COD Live Hell episodes up right now easy to find youtube.com slash reveal where your kicks and cop responsible man let me ask you something fresh for dummies okay i was shopping yeah doing a little shopping you know yeah. what i'm saying a little shopping that's yeah. what it's called i yeah. do a little shopping yep and i look at some shorts mm-hmm. they don't make shorts like that why they so tight like that now shorts yeah shorts are slim for sure what do you want you want baggy shorts? Now i don't i yeah. just want something to be a little comfortable in yeah you can come you can be comfortable man you just got to find a good pair that's all i can and show they, you a good pair you, you went shorts but a kneecap. That's what that's right what, at the right at the kneecap. Right, sure. right at the kneecap. Yeah, for sure. You showing your little thigh. Out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He's showing his little thigh. Chill, 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 <laughs> chill. Most definitely, man. He tripping, tripping. A lot of stuff coming up, man. Fresh for dummies, wise man. Keep your eyes open. Welcome to the Real Veal Media Group, man. You can read up on your favorite FSP co-hosts, purchase your FSP merchandise, and catch up on past episodes from other shows on the network and much, much more. www.realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real RMG. 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 Don't forget to send in questions that you would like for us to answer in our mailbag mashup episode featuring Fresh for Dummies. On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast and FSP does not have to be sports related. And we need those in by Thursday, August the 30th. Send it to the same email address that you guys send the questions of the week to at fullsportpress at gmail.com. You got a question that you would like for us to answer with? About the shorts. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got? Most definitely. <laughs> all right. Question of the week, man. Um, $1 million on the line. Here it goes. Uh-oh. Ain't enough money, but go ahead. A million dollars is enough money for sure. You have to pay for everything in pennies, not rolls. 
I'm not walking around with no big ass pockets full of pennies. Okay. You know I ain't doing no shit like that. The next thing, you have to hop instead of walking. What? I ain't no Everywhere. fucking kangaroo either. <laughs> hey. And <laughs> next, you have to sleep standing up every night. What? Mm-mm. And last but not least, you have to shower one time a week. No bird baths, just one shower a week. What are you picking for your one million dollars? One shower a week. You nasty, mother. <laughs> you nasty, dude. No, no, listen. You nasty, well, bro. you gonna hop around? Uh, you gonna hop hey. around the city every day like a kangaroo? I might. Just or be sleep standing up like hey. a zombie? I might be a zombie. Dog. You take you a good. You take you. <laughs> you take you a good shower once a week. <laughs> once a week. I gotta be a hell of a shower. You got. You not gonna work out in there no more. You don't work out now. Yeah. So. so no, 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 you I, have to live your regular everyday no, no, life though. Don't with one shot, you nasty. I'm not saying that. You're I'm saying for the question you ask, right? That's the easiest way out. You have to live your everyday life with one shower a week, and you cool I'm, with that? I'm not hopping around like I'm from Australia, like no kangaroo. No, and I'm not sleeping standing up. No, this is what I'm telling you, bro. You have to shower once a week. You get one shower. You trying to persuade people that I'm a mustache nigga? That, that, that ain't cool. You catch them hands for that for real. The question that you put out there, for sure, that's the easiest one. Yeah, don't threaten me no more though. though. I'm just telling. Just well, don't threaten me. I don't respond. <laughs> what no, would you do? Nah, I'm telling you what I'm doing. What? I'm sleeping standing up every night. What? What you saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I need a shower. I take two, three showers a day, dog. We all do. No shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. You're we all do. For real. Not you for need real. to quit that. Not for, for real. real. I'm just saying. I'm just saying too. Are you musty? Hell no. Okay, cool. That's all that matters, man. Keep them coming, man. Fullsportpress at gmail.com. Luck on your side. Nah, luck. I'm good. I'm good. Now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. <laughs> tell a friend. To tell a friend. <laughs> tell the musty friends. To tell the musty friends. For sure, they <laughs> you know only shower once. Yeah. You know some homeboys is musty. I do. You. Bruh. That's good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the revolution will be podcast. Um, before we get started, the first half, you got a poll question for the listeners, Weezy. Yeah, I do. Okay, let the listeners hear. <laughs> Which first year college coach with their new team will have the most difficult transition in their first year? We got Chip Kelly, UCLA. Okay. Kevin Sumlin, Arizona. Herm Edwards, Arizona State. Jeremy Pruitt, University of Tennessee. All right. Um, as far as the tallest order. Um, everybody's pretty much set up on that list. Kevin Sumlin has Khalil Tate. Yeah. Jeremy Pruitt has the hardest struggle because he's playing in the hardest conference. Right. Those other guys playing in the Pac-12. Yeah, Jeremy Pruitt got a rough year. Yeah, for sure. Also, also uh, Chip Kelly will have a rough year too. And nah, he'll be fine. Chip, yeah, they got. I don't. Yeah. Chip Kelly might not make a bowl game this year. Uh, hey, I don't believe that. I'm telling you, they're not. It's gonna take him a couple of years to get the because everybody that 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 system he runs everybody yeah. does it and now. he has a, he got a pocket quarterback he got a grad transfer pocket quarterback yeah so he got a it's gonna, it's gonna be tough for him but well just you are you ready to get started the first half my brother let's do it all man. right man let's do it the first half is underway full sport press first half hottest sports news of the past week like we do each and every week here at the full sport press podcast before we get started I'm Jay Hope. I'm Weezy, man. What's cracking? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media, oh, my man. brother? FSP underscore Weezy mm-hmm. on IG. Yep. And Twitter, I'm at how... No, I'm at how Weezy on Twitter. Yeah. FSP underscore Weezy on IG. Here we go. I'm going to get it together here. Man, soon. Aight. Barely. <laughs> nah, Barely. For sure. Um, make it happen. I'm J-Hove, man. Uh, catch me, if you can, on Twitter and IG. Twitter's wide open for all conversation. Uh, um, I talked to somebody... Stun. You stunned. Go no, ahead, though. I, I talked to somebody that said they tried to holler at you on the IG. Okay. 
and it was locked. It was tight. It was tight. And he called, and what well, they well, they called me. Yeah. And it was like that's you know, a lie. Nah, they that's called funny. me. Okay, tell them tell them to try. I'm I'm giving your number. Yeah, good, yeah, do that. <laughs> do that. See what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the first half off with some college football talk, man. Um, Urban Meyer, Ohio State suspended its now. National. You, go ahead and say it. Yo, boy, that's my guy. Yeah, that's don't, my coach. Yeah, don't. Don't don't fall off now. That's my guy. That's, That's your my guy. Coach. Oh, Ohio State suspended its national championship football coach Urban Meyer for three games after the school investigated his handling of allegations of domestic abuse. The announcement uh, comes after the school board of trustees appointed an independent panel to oversee a two-week investigation of Meyer. The board reviewed the report and discussed its action for nearly 11 hours on Wednesday. Meyer, who will miss a game against Oregon State, Rutgers, and TSU is suspended without pay, and he has been on pay leave since August the 1st. Now, he cannot work with the team at all through the Oregon State game. After that, he can coach practices, but he cannot be at the next two games. Here's the question I have. Are players being held at a higher standard than coaching? No. The, well, what he did, what Urban Warren did, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with, with the suspension. You don't? Not really. I have a problem with the way he handled the press conference. Press conference was trash. I think that's totally wrong. I think that they're holding players a lot more accountable than the actual coaches because remember Terrell Pryor got suspended for five games for selling gear in exchange for tattoos. And Ty Gurley got suspended four games for accepting $3,000 to sign his name on stuff that he actually played in. And also nine, you know, UNC football players got suspended four games for selling sneakers for up to $2,500. And you have Urban Meyer, who was suspended three games for not necessarily telling everything that he knew. But he said he did. Yeah. And see, only thing, only thing with the players is they did wrong and they know they were doing wrong. Yep. So they had to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get you, though, but they, yeah. they, they know they were doing wrong, which yeah. I would do it, too. I'm getting that money, too. I just think Urban Meyer doesn't handle press conferences well. Just like what you said, he's 0 for 2 in that round. Um, he stood in front of a room full of reporters, television cameras. He read it off a of paper. Yeah, no, for sure. And he apologized more to Buckeye Nation than he did uh, to the alleged person, uh, which was Courtney Smith. So he came out and released another statement. So he apologized to her directly um, just after backlash. So this is the most talented Ohio State team he's had since he's been there. Right. So I don't think... Um, it's necessarily going to be a problem because they're going to win 12, 11 games, being the the hunt for a national championship. Maybe, but at the same time, this looks this is a bad mark on Urban Meyer. Yeah, because the narrative is you know if you're good enough in sports, you, it just overlooks everything. And that's the case. That's the and that's the weird thing about sports. That's the weird thing. Yeah, and he should have handled that a lot a little better than me. A little better for yeah, sure. Yeah. Still my coach, but yeah, disappointing to see how that went. Would on. you let your son play for Coach Meyer? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, he just made a mistake. A lot of people make mistakes. I just wish that people that made mistakes get the chances that um, certain people get. You yeah. AD, are you hiring them? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You. you yeah. yeah. You, sure. you crooked. Then I'm, let's, let's move on to the NBA, man. The Toronto Raptors are hiring San Antonio Spurs staffer Jeremy Castleberry, who is a close friend to uh, Kawhi Leonard. Now, Castleberry worked with Leonard as a Spurs staffer and played with Leonard in high school and at San Diego State, where he was a walk-on. Is this calculated as far as keeping? Oh, it's a, it's a recruitment, too. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> That's it is. That's all they're they recruiting him for next year, which is smart. I would, too. Hell yeah. Because he's not going to stay. The Raptors on the clock, dog. they on yeah. the clock. You deal away DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. You're promising big man to get Kawhi Leonard, all despite knowing that Leonard, like what you said, is determined 
to play in L.A. Right. Speaking of Kawhi Leonard, yeah. did you see that picture he took with LeBron and Dwayne Wade? Now for sure, he looked very comfortable, didn't he? He, he looked happy. Have I ever seen him? Like I've he never just seen bought a new car happy. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's happy. He's very happy. That's crazy. This has to work for Toronto and my guy, Masai Ujiri, man. Because, listen, they, usually, historically, it doesn't really work. Wizards hired Scotty Brooks to get KD to come. He didn't even get it. Damn meeting. Oh, these guys with the NBA now, they, they got they got so much control. Which and the Clippers fired uh, a broadcaster because he had some mild criticism of of uh, Kawhi Leonard, but and that was pretty bad. But this is not far off. You gotta hire anybody and everybody you can to keep a player like that. Let's talk about the goat man who recently just turned forty years old. Kobe Bean Bryant during a Big Three conference call. Your favorite player of all time. Of all time, the goat of all time. Better um, than Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, for sure. Ain't no question. If you are gonna say that, I'm saying Jordan is. Yeah, man. Yeah, if no. you said that easy, yeah. Jordan better than. I mean, yeah. LeBron better than Jordan. Nah, ain't no way. Nah, nah. LeBron. Nah. Yeah, I'm, nah. I was. I was five like, and two in finals. My boy's five and two. LeBron's different three, era. Six, three six mafia. Different era. Three six we mafia. Talk. Different era. Mafia. One on one. LeBron work Jordan. What? LeBron. LeBron don't have no moves. Who can stop him going to the basket? Who can stop Kobe Bryant? That ain't what we talking yeah. about. The three on three league. The big three. Co-founder Jeff Quinowitz, he hinted at a possibility of Los Angeles Lakers legend Kobe Bryant playing in the league next summer. Now, according to the CEO, he said that a credible source told him that Bryant would be open and playing in the Big Three in 2019. Should Kobe think about playing in the Big Three or the NBA in uh, 2019? Nah, I, he needs to be done with the NBA. For we, sure. had, we had it of Kobe. He was great. Don't you're good in the NBA. Yeah, you're good. Big three would be nice. Big three would be nice. Big three would be nice. I doubt it. It's his type. He wouldn't do it. It's his type of game. Yeah. One on one. Big three would be nice. Mm-hmm. Cube got to put up, put some money up. Put 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 your put your money up, Cube. You'll be yeah. good though. Yeah. You gonna get it back? Yeah. You definitely get it back. You gotta throw some money out there though. Yeah. I, this is the thing. Kobe Bryant shouldn't play basketball anymore. Uh, he went on the Rich Eisen. A podcast and spoke about it got a clip to play uh even a rumor that you might consider even maybe coming out of retirement <laughs> to play one more time for the lakers right i see you're laughing yeah there's nothing to that right there's about a zero percent chance that i come back and play so not even like a nothing zero you're toast you're finished Done. As a player. That's it. Unfortunately for us athletes, we've been pigeonholed into thinking that we can only be one thing. And so when I retire and everybody is saying, okay, he's too competitive, he's not going to know what to do with himself. He's going to have to come back. I took that as a personal challenge of them thinking I'm this one-dimensional person. that All I know is how to dribble the ball, shoot the ball, and play basketball and compete at that level. And so I took that as a personal challenge. I will never come back to the game, ever. I'm here to show people that we can do much more than that. And creating this business, winning an Oscar, winning the Emmy and the Annie, those are things that are showing other athletes that come after. No, no, there's more to this thing, right? So I would never, it's not even a, not even a thought. So the, geek, the goal was an ego. There's no reason for him to even think about playing. You're right. All, all, all the, all the, you know, championships in the, in the Hall of Fame. That's, that's done. Mm-hmm. But he a hooper at heart. Yeah, for sure. He a hooper at heart. But in the big three, there's nothing left for him to play. Those guys are still. They probably went out unceremoniously. Most of those guys went out not on their own merit. This guy went out 50 shots and got 60 points. It's no got diff- a dad body. It's no different from people going to play in a pro am. Yeah, I mean that's different though. Kobe Bryant would never pick up a basketball competitively. 
Like he coaches I, his daughters. I just don't think that. I don't think that ever. I think somebody throw their bread out there to him. He he bought his he money right now. Just cashed in a check for two hundred million dollars off a six million dollar investment. Kobe's a hooper. I'm nah. trying to tell you, Kobe now. Bryant's competitive, and if he can't compete at the highest level, there's no way for him to even think about. It. Let somebody come and talk, talk shit about him. He come out there and play. Nah, he won't. Nah, Kobe's done. Yeah, I bet you are. Let's move on to um, golf. Now, Turner Sports will produce the pay per view telecast of Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson. Uh, which will offer $9 million to the winner and will be played Friday, November the 23rd at Shadow Creek Golf Course in Las Vegas. The event will be televised on pay-per-view by Turner's Bleach Report Live platform in addition to DirecTV, AT&T U-verse, and also Xfinity. Pricing has not been set. Are you in for Tiger versus Phil Live? I'm out. Bruh. You're out. <laughs> I can care less. Yeah. I mean, it's good for the golfers. It's, golf needs it because golf sucks right now. Right, But. Sure. Yeah, I'm out. Will Tiger and Phil be putting up their own money? Or will it be sponsored? I think. I, mean? I think it's their own money. Yeah, I doubt that. Hell no. Nah. Or it's winner take all, right? It's winner take all, but it's, there's no way that they're putting up their own money. That would it would make no sense. Now sponsors will put up money for Phil, put up money for the four and a half for each person, yeah. but that doesn't make any sense. I just I just wish they Tiger would let him catch him like this. Wait, well, on his down on his downstroke. Back in the day, downstroke. We're gonna pause that. <laughs> on his downhill. For, yeah, whatever. On the decline. On the decline. For sure. Because back in the day, they, they, they wouldn't play Tiger like this. No. Nah, they wouldn't have been playing nobody like this. Play. Hell no. Nah. Just don't let them play you hot dog, Tiger. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Yeah, they playing them hot dog. Yeah, fans have not been happy about this. Um, people are irate, the golf viewers, saying that they shouldn't be able to have to pay to watch this when they watch every other golf telecast completely free. So it's a money grab, and it's yeah. on Thanksgiving weekend at that, so... I don't want to watch it. I don't nah. want to pay for it. Um, I'll be doing Black Friday shopping or some shit like that. You do Black Friday shopping? I will. What's wrong with that, man? Fresh for dummies? Nah. That's for the sales, all right? <laughs> I, I see you shopping on the sales, right? Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was, wrong with that. Don't, don't do me. I know, don't do saying, me. Ain't nothing wrong with shopping on the sales, right? Don't do me. It does do I, like, you just I, tax 9.25. You need that 9.25? You don't need nothing, do you? Don't do me now, for okay. real. My bad. You didn't see the band. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Before we get started with halftime, let's talk about Aaron Hernandez. Um, Aaron Hernandez's attorney, Jose Baez, related story involving the tight end's jersey number. Now, I ain't speaking of You got this one. I, I got yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah, Hernandez wore a number 85 <laughs> jersey as a rookie in New England between 2010 and 2011. Now, after the season, the Patriots acquired Ocho Cinco in a trade with the Bengals. Hernandez saw this as a business opportunity in the veteran wide receiver's arrival. Hernandez offered to sell his number to Ocho Cinco for $75,000. Ocho Cinco countered with an offer of $50,000, which in turn Hernandez accepted. He then took the funds and, quote-unquote, floated them to his cousin's husband, T.L. Singleton, who allegedly used the money to finance a wholesale drug deal and gave Hernandez back $120,000. Is it fair or foul for my boy Chico, rest in peace, to sell his jersey number for a drug deal? It's foul, man. Yeah, man. He can't do no shit like that. Yeah. Would you? He was resourceful, man. He's a resourceful guy, man. This whole situation, it needs to just... And they just need to let the man rest in yeah, peace. Yeah, let's put this on the Marvin Harrison list. On the Marvin Harrison list. So it's done. Yeah, we done we with done that. talking about yeah, Chico. Yeah, man. I'm cool with that, yeah, man. Yeah, the phone's still blowing up. Let's, yeah. let's deal with that, man. And I'm Faye sure, is real. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure he's not <laughs> the first. It won't be the last person uh, to use NFL money to front drug deals. I just hate that all this stuff is coming out um, as a dead man. You know, he's a dead man, yeah. man. Let him rest he in peace. can't even smell his own flowers no more. It's yeah. all weird. Yeah, his attorney's taking this full advantage of Michael everything. Jackson. 
bestowed in front of him. Whitney Houston. Okay. <laughs> you got some more dead people you want to talk about? Nah, don't. Shout out to the dead people, though, man. Respect them all. Let's just get started with <laughs> halftime, man. Shit. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We have another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown's a former TSU tight end and the current defensive coordinator for Hillsboro High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to the Burroughs. Coach Brown will give an insight on hot topics from a former player and a current coach's perspective. Let's see what Coach Brown has to say this week. Good evening. I am Coach Brown, and welcome to Coach Brown's two-minute drill. We're going to jump right into it. We're talking SEC coaches that are on the potential hot seat. All right, Ed Orgeron at LSU hasn't been living up to the hype. LSU is a school who can get players out of the wazoo but they seem to can't get a quarterback to save their lives. What's going on with that? What does he have to do to keep his job, FSP? All right, we're gonna talk about Derrick Mason as well. Is he on the hot seat? We all know that it's not a plethora of African-American coaches, and I've heard some stories and some rumblings about he's on the hot seat. What do you guys think about that? Coming off a pretty decent season last year, he did a great job at Stanford as a defensive coordinator. He's doing an excellent job at Vanderbilt. Who would be fired first by the end of this year? Will it be Derek Mason or Ed or Jerron? All right, we're moving on. We're going to talk a little bit about Ohio State and the fact that Urban Meyer is only receiving a three-game suspension. It seems like the players are held to a higher esteem than a lot of these coaches. We have Durkin in Maryland and his issues with the strength coach and pushing kids to the limit. Is the NCAA protecting their players or their coaches? What do you think? We're going to move on to the bum of the week. And the bum of the week is the NCAA for college football. I really don't think that they care much about their players. They're looking at their players as more of a commodity, similar to what the NFL does. And I think that has to change. There should be some type of players union for these college football players because the NCAA is taking advantage of them. Let's be honest, the revenue and the money that's made off of these college football players is extraordinary. So for that very reason, NCAA, man, football, get it together, man. These these young men are coming to your institutions of higher learning to get an education one, and they're providing a service for your university and or college. Hey, I am the coach, Coach Brown that is, Rue, and I'm gone. And that is another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Uh, first thing you talked about, Ed Orgeron, Derek Mason, who will be fired first week? Ed Orgeron. <laughs> you got to say that because you don't want Derek Mason <laughs> to leave your boys. Nah, it's, it's, it's rough for him too. Nah. Ed, he graduated his players though. At so least Ed Orgeron got some actual players. You know, I think, um, do you guys have any NFL prospects? Keyshawn. Keyshawn could be. Keyshawn nah. Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah. A quarterback. Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> All right. Keyshawn Vaughn, for sure. Have they said anything about Cam Johnson, the, the young boy played the BA? He on the depth chart. He on the depth chart. <laughs> right, for sure. Nah, he going to get some. He going to get, get some run. Yeah, he going to get yeah, some run. Sure. Can anybody get him the ball, though? You got a quarterback. Got a quarterback. I got a quarterback. That's what's up. You don't, you don't feel confident about your quarterback? It's going to be a rough year. for be a rough year. It's going to be rough. How many wins? Five. He's fired. He's fired. Wins. He's fired. Yeah, he's like BTSU. Yeah, no, that's not me. Shit, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't my team. That's my school. That ain't my team. Ain't your squad. Yeah, you know, for sure. We they gonna be Florida. We we play we, out here. We are going to the game. We always give y'all a good game too. You know, for sure. Y'all play us with. 
Um, what hmm? we play out here? Yeah. Yeah, y'all gonna lose. Yeah, now we here. We we going to the game. What's up? Yeah, we can go there. Okay. What's up? What about DJ Durkin? Will he coach again at uh, that's the head coach? No. At Maryland. He'll never coach again. Nah, he's done. Yeah, that's he ain't good enough, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. He's not winning enough games. Yeah. Um a kid died on his watch. That's a lot, man. Yeah. Rest in peace to that kid. That ruffled a lot of feathers in college football too. Oh, yes it did. Because well, what he did, a lot of coaches do. Do and they can't do no more. No. You're well, running the block out. Yeah. The yeah. block is officially hot. Oh, the block was hot. The NCAA, had, man. Go ahead. I hate they had to go down like that. Like that, To get some sure. attention, but yeah. man, it's, it's rough. That's rough, man. How hot would you be? Okay, say, for example, something like that happened to your kid. God forbid. Um, I think the family handled that really well, man. Yeah. They got a big boy check. But that's not enough. That ain't enough. Your kid's gone, Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's tough, man. I don't even want to talk about that. That's somber. Let's move on to the second half. Let's talk some college football. Let's do it. Let's go. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, the 2018 college football preview show, FSP style, man. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. I'm your boy Weezy. What's popping? What is cracking, Weezy? College football officially kicks off on Thursday, August the 30th, man. How you feeling about that? Um, I think it's one of the best, best sports in America. It is, man. I think it's one of the most competitive because – Right before the actual playoff starts, you really can't lose a game. You know what you can lose? You can lose week one and you'll be fine. Though. Yeah. If you like the, the rule is in college football, you're going to lose, lose early. Lose early. Lose yeah. late is a dead Lose late. It's, it's a, yeah. You're done. For sure. Um, college football players would trade individual accolades for a title. Nevertheless, being recognized as the national level player is a decent consolation prize. Now, like games, accolades aren't won on paper, but looking ahead of the 2018 NCAA football season, the following guys are in excellent position to claim a major national honor. First thing we'll talk about, man, on this show is the top HBCU prospect, and this is the best player currently playing at the HBCU level. Um, do you have a winner for this week? Perry Hart, wide receiver, Georgia State. What? Really? That's why I got. Now, this is the thing, um, Weezy. Georgia State is not an HBCU. Well, I don't have one then. Really? <laughs> it used Georgia, to be. Georgia State was never an HBCU. Yes, it did. Georgia State is not an HBCU. Uh, we got to look that up. Now, nah, for sure. Let's, we can do some research <laughs> after that. But if I was a betting man, Georgia State has never, ever been an HBCU. Georgia State Panthers is not an HBCU? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Many a time. Holy um, shit. My winner is Amir Hall from uh, Bowie State. He's a senior. He was the National Player of the Year last year. Senior from Bowie, Maryland. Completed 65% of his passes for 3,500 yards. 49 touchdowns, just four picks in 2017. And he also rushed for 406 yards, eight more touchdowns a player he working now he was working that kid he should play on sundays he's that good let me tell you about this kid you talking you, about my gear yeah, yeah I just, my bad i let you he had, 12, he had 12 touchdowns mm-hmm. they caught 100 balls as a college and college georgia state yeah georgia state is yeah definitely not hbcu though Craig, HBCU. appreciate that camera well that's the nolan void <laughs> <laughs> but you know still he's a player probably somebody <laughs> needs to hear that amir hall had seven 300 yard passing performances and a pair of 400 yard efforts as the Bulldogs averaged 54 points per game, man. Shout out to Amir Hall, man. Looking for him, man. Bowie State. Um, <laughs> Cam Newton's a little brother. I still plays at Howard. So I was going to use him. I used him last year. So <laughs> <laughs> Coach Lock got on me. Coach Lock went hard on me about that last year. Oh, man. Georgia State sounds like an HBCU. Yeah, but they're not. It's not. Not, not at all. Most definitely. That's funny. We need it. That's good. That's good podcast. <laughs> Lord moments. have mercy. Um, let's move on. What's the next one, Weezy? 
<laughs> the next one is the top prospect outside of the Power Five Conference. Yep. The award type best player not playing in the Power Five Conference. Right. Um, my This should be unanimous. It's got to be Ed Oliver, right? D-tackle from Houston. Nope. Absolutely not. But oh th- that's a good one. He's a beast. He's a monster. He's, He's top a top five pick. Top five pick, man. I think he has Aaron Donald written all over him. He's yeah. that type of player. Yeah. Most definitely. I went with Devin Singletary. Okay. Running back, FAU. FAU? Yeah. Oh. He ran, now, listen to me. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. But Lane he rushed Kiffin. for 1,900 yards. That's a lot. 30 touchdowns. Yeah. He got more toast than any other player in college football last year. As he should. He's a sophomore. Just a sophomore. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, Weezy. But I'm telling you. <laughs> you sleeping on him. And I'm not. Now, I'm Ed, Oliver, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver's a, a top player. He's a, he's a big time player. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I think. He's a beast, man. Ed Oliver is the best player in college football not playing in the Power Five. I, I, I big diff on that, but hey, we'll see. Well, let's move on. Um, impact transfer. This is a player that played for another school last year. We'll have the greatest impact in the 2019 season. Who you got? I went with Shea Patterson. Really? Yeah, quarterback Michigan. Oh, he's going to be a beast for them. He put them right over the top, man. Yeah, that's all they needed. Yeah. That's all they needed. They still got, you know. A dynamic uh, defense. Yeah, like I think they're returning like ten people on defense. Yeah, as they so they're good. Yeah, John Gears on that defense. I think I, I read four of them as uh, NFL prospects. Oh, yeah, they're good. They got two um, top five receivers. Came, they came in last year. Yeah, so they just needed somebody, at least some type of pulse yeah. on the offense. Say Patterson side. is a prototypical quarterback. You know, it's what John Harbaugh does. He coaches yeah. quarterbacks. He just wears he just wears a whack ass number for quarterback. Twenty. Number twenty. Yeah, he wears twenty. Yeah, can't do that. Harbaugh's gonna have him cutting down. He, he had bad decisions at Ole Miss, but um, he's and did you know that he um got selected uh, in the 39th round? Baseball, the baseball for the Rangers, man. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. But my pick was Tabari Hines, wide receiver at Oregon's grad transfer. Um, the Oregon offense, I thought they were gonna be in trouble once they lost uh, Royce Freeman, and they already have Justin Herbert. But this kid, Tabari Hines. I'm minus uh, across the other side from Dylan Mitchell. Listen, man, he was at Wake last year. He had um, 683 receiving yards, seven touchdowns in 12 games. Put him in a situation where that speed going up and down the field of Oregon, Tabari Hines, we'll man. see. Now, I'm telling you, Tabari Hines is going to be the truth, man. He's going to let you down. Because Justin Herbert, you got to think about Justin Herbert. He's going to be so much attention at him because he's a Heisman finalist. Yeah, Oregon has no quarterback. I just literally said that their quarterback is a Heisman dark horse. No, it's not. Justin Herbert is. Yes, he is. All right. We'll see. Most definitely. What we got next? Hold on. Before we leave, mm-hmm. don't sleep on Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd. Don't yeah. sleep on Jalen Hurd. He's moving. You know he's playing tight end? Now nah, we'll sleep on Jalen Hurd then. <laughs> sleep on Jalen Hurd. I thought he was going to play running. Sleep on him. Go <laughs> no, night night. Tight end. Yeah, sleep on him. Sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry, viewers. Sleep on him. Shout out to Yoski, man. Yoski didn't want to put me up on that. All right. <laughs> the next award is the Thorpe Award. Top defensive back in all of college football. They should just name this the Florida Gator Award. Bullshit. Um, because we have a player that's up for the Thorpe every year. DBU. Um, No, it's not. LSU DBU. Yeah, so who you got from winning the Thorpe this year? You know who I got. Who? Grady Williams, LSU. Man, Lockdown. Do that. Lockdown. Ain't no question. Who you got? Why do you have Greedy Williams? Let's talk about that first. Cause he's like that. He's the best. He's the best corner in the best conference. I think there's another corner in that conference that's equally good. I don't. If it's a Florida guy, that's no, no, there's no Lynn Void. But nah, nah. He, listen, Greedy got six picks last year, right? Talk to me. Yeah, nah, for sure. Stopper. I mean, with the nose for the football playmaker. We talked about yeah. like on the last show, the DBs. But DeAndre Baker, Georgia. 
He's the most talented DB in the SEC. Telling you. Talented. Yeah, he gave up zero touchdowns and started in 14 games, and they were on a run to a national championship if it wasn't for Tua Tagovailoa, for sure. So as you move on without Roquan Smith, you got to look for DeAndre Baker to take on the mantle as the playmaker for that defense, and he's a beast. He ain't better than Gritty Williams. Gritty Williams is a beast. I'm not even going to front, but next year is – Next, he could come out the end of this year because he's a red shirt sophomore. He, he is going to come out. LSU, this, yeah. why would he stay there? Nah, they, hey, listen, next year is his year. This year is DeAndre Baker barring any injuries. Next award is the Dick Buckus Award, which is the top linebacker in college football. Who you got for this? Cameron Smith, USC. Mm. Let the, <laughs> he let the pack 12 in tackles last year. You hear me? Yeah. I mean. Uh, I mean you mean what? The conference? Yeah, I mean, that's that's work. But I'm telling you, oh, God. it's a kid at LSU. It's not. It's better than Greedy Williams, named Devin White. He's better than Greedy Williams. I'm, I'm telling you, he's gonna follow in the steps of Deion Jones, Quan Alexander. He's a crazy playmaker, sideline to sideline, just like Roquan Smith was for Georgia last year. I understand what you're saying, right? And that makes perfectly good sense, right? To whoever's listening. Right. But you know, this Cameron Cameron Smith, <laughs> this this kid Cameron Smith, right? Right. Let the Pac-12 in tackles for sure. Well, that's and they run a spread offense in Pac-12. They pass the ball. Pass you know how good you gotta be. You know how good you gotta be. Good you gotta be to lead them in tackles and, and they yeah. throwing the ball like that. Dude, he ain't proven yet. He's a senior. He ain't proven. Dude, we didn't the, know about him last year. No, nah, we had a, a huge spike because everybody was paying attention to Roquan Smith. He's gonna have an increase in everything. Telling you that the people did not know about Devin White, but they will by the end of this year. Like nobody was talking about Roquan Smith at the end of this year. Beginning of the last year, excuse me. Right, next any? award, the Chuck Bernard Award. Mm-hmm. To the top defensive player right. of all of college football. Who we got right here with? I went with Nick Bosa, Ohio State. you such a homer, dog. Well, is anybody, is anybody else better than him? Yeah. Who? It's a kid in, in, in damn Alabama named Mac Wilson. He's the next high-impact linebacker to come out of Alabama. Dude. He's a beast. He's a junior. He was thrust into the to the lineup because of injuries. He's very similar to Rashawn Evans, who plays for your Titans. What the what? What's up with him? I don't know, man. He on some weird stuff he, right he now. I don't know what's going on with him, but he's the exact same player. Um, made four picks in limited playing time. Very impressive kid. Instincts are still a work in progress, but Nick Bosa is a beast, though. Yeah, Nick Bosa is a beast. But like being a top defensive player, at Alabama, you should be, because. You should be, right? I mean, they're you all, better be. They're all five-star. Yeah. Usually, everybody in front of you is leaving. Yeah. So, you coming up, and you should be. They have no tape on you. Right. So, you he should be. He played last year, got four picks, so he's he got his nose around the football. But moving back to Nick Bosa, I think at this stage of his career, he's better than his brother, Joey Bosa. I can see that. They, they, they say he is better than his brother. He's going to get more playing time this year. I, this will be his breakout year. And he snuck in and still got eight and a half sacks. I would say he'll double that. He'll have 15, 16 sacks. But he still won't have a better year than my boy Mac Wilson over in, in Bama. <laughs> sure. What we got? The Outland Trophy. Outland Trophy. the top offensive lineman. Who you got for this week? Really the whole entire uh, Wisconsin line. The but. <laughs> sure. They bring back all five. They bring back five starters, dog. And they all weigh like 350. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. But and about 6'5". That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You got to pick one, though. Nah, I, okay. I went with David Edward. Okay. Center at Ohio State. Yep. Monster. Um, monster. Monster. I went with uh, Jonah Williams, O-lineman at Bama. Um, this man, I remember him starting as a freshman 
um, at Alabama, and he's just been there ever since. Just a staple on that line. I think um, he'll be a top five pick and continue to dominate the SEC. Pancaking the hell out of my D lineman. He's a <laughs> D lineman playing in the NFL right now, and he was a freshman. So shout out to Jonah Williams. What we got next? The next award is the John Mackey Award, top tight end. Okay. Of all football. Yeah. I got, got no offense right here, man. Junior at the University of Iowa. I knew I should have went first. Yeah, there's no doubt about this at the tight end. He had 11 touchdowns last year as a sophomore, dog. Book it. Yeah, that's who I had too. Yeah, now, and you look at him his, and his teammate, TJ Hawkinson, um, who just missed the cut. I tell you what, they have the best tight end combination in college football. Offensive coordinators dream to have two tight ends like that. Shout out to Chico. Shout out to Rob Gronkowski. It's very similar to that. All right. Most definitely, man. Um, let's move on to the Belitnikoff Award, which is the top wide receiver in college football. Who you got? <laughs> you know who I got. Oh, you better know it. Who you saying? You got A.J. Brown? Who you got? Go. Who you got? You got. I got AJ Brown from uh, Ole Miss. The best, the best, the best receiver in the country. No, the best receiver in the country. Nobody knows about is AJ Brown, Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean Shea Patterson not there to throw him open though. They don't have a quarterback. He led the SEC. Yeah, in touchdowns and receiving yards last year. I get that. Who's better than him? Shea Patterson was there. Oh, it's a kid at West Virginia that catches the ball from Willie G. His name is David Seals. And, and in 2017, he caught 60 passes, and he led the nation with 18 receiving touchdowns last year. Five times he caught seven or more passes in a game, and seven times he caught multiple touchdowns. He So put it in a number, he averaged a touchdown grab for every three receptions in 2017. If A.J. Brown was in the Big 12, it'd be all kind of records broke. They don't play no defense in the Big 12. Came to West Virginia to play quarterback and going to end up being a draft pick at wide receiver. Shout out to David Seals. Shout out to – my boy Willie G, who's throwing him open. Yeah. You better know it. And don't sleep on T. Higgins either from a, a Clemson wide receiver from Clemson. Monster. Yeah. And Marquise Brown um, is my other pick with wide receivers as well um, at Oklahoma. He's a junior. I just don't think Kyler Murray can get him the ball, so that's why I didn't pick him. We got All right. The next award is the Doak Award. Doak yeah. Walker Award. Running back. Yeah, for sure. Who you got? I'll let you go first. You let me go first on this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin. Because of all that old line, right? All that old line. Yeah. He rush, he broke uh, Adrian Peters' rushing, single uh, season rushing record last year. Yeah. He also had 1,900 yards last year. Should have had 2,000 for sure. 23 yards away from 2,000. And if you look at it, he was a true freshman. True like, freshman. Like, literally, he played high school the year before that and ran right. But but that old line, we, you can go get 1,000 behind that line. Yeah, but don't sleep on him. He he was a track star in high school. So, he, he, he reminded me of Todd Gurley. He ran away from secondary. Right. Most running backs don't do that. He's running away from safeties and cornerbacks. He's a beast. I like Jonathan Taylor, man. I think he's going to have another great year. But the best running back in the country is DeAndre Swift at Georgia. He's a sophomore as well. And he will be the next line in Georgia behind Sonny Michelle, Nick Chubb. He was the devastating third option for them last year. And he had 618 yards last year. Yeah. Behind those two. He was in trouble until that, until that freshman got hurt. Oh, yeah, for sure. But listen, he has the size and the speed to perform in the SEC at a high level. I think he'll be the best running back in college football easy. Next award, mm-hmm. Danny O'Brien. It's Davey. Davey O'Brien. Davey O'Brien, top quarterback. Yeah. Go ahead. Go first. I want you, you, go. you know who I'm going with. Willie G, man. Willie G is the best quarterback in college football. I think when you have Baker Mayfield clearing out Mason Rudolph, he is the face of the Big 12 in the fall, man. 
the crazy thing is he has so much room for improvement. Through for 3,400, 34 scores. He's just a beast, man, and I miss him in Florida. I wish we still had him, but things didn't happen that way. Will Grizz going to have a great year. Oh, he's going to have a, an that, excellent With that wide-open offense in yeah. West Virginia, he's going to put up crazy numbers. Yeah. So you can't you can't go wrong with Will Grizz. Right. But Drew Locke from Missouri. He's going to let you down. We're going to beat them, too, week six. We're going to beat their ass. Florida guys will beat that. You want to bet that? Uh, we bet it already. No, we did. Quit saying that, no, man, because you know I'll be forgetting shit. Okay. So we bet that. Yeah, for sure. I ain't tripping about that. All right. I just think Will Grier still has his moments to kind of, he tries to play hero ball like Russell Westbrook. Well, they beat Tennessee game week one. Hell yeah, they're going to be, yeah. And it's back. It's in Willie G's hometown. It's in Charlotte. They're going to beat Tennessee week one. Man, he's going to, watch what my boy do. He got his hair out. He just had a kid. Man, it's he focused. <laughs> Listen, by the end of this year, Willie G will be a top 10 prospect. In the NFL draft. Shout out to my dog. Who you got for coach of the year, man? The Home Depot Award. Lane Kiffin. What? <laughs> nah, I sh- I, nah, it's going to be Mark Rick again. Hell no. Nah. Mark Rick, man, I'll tell yeah. you. He, Mark Rick's liable to win the, uh, he's liable to win the ACC this year. Oh, he, bro, he's not beating. Clemson's going to win the ACC. Dude, they got a lot we'll of talk about that. All right. They're not winning. No, no. The coach of the year is Kirby Smart at Georgia. He delivered big time in year two. Exactly. And I'm telling you, coaching Georgia to the SEC title, college football playoff semifinal win, and nearly a national title if it wasn't for that epic comeback by, again, Tua Tagovailoa. But they inked the number one uh, class, ending Alabama's seven-year run at the top. Kirby Smart is the best coach in college football right now, besides Nick Saban. I'm talking about young guys. Yeah, and they got some holes, but he filled all the holes that were needed, and his recruiting has been great. I'm telling you, man, Georgia's going to be – Crazy legit this year. George is gonna be good, but you watch how good Mark Rick and Miami be. You they, watch. Then they're not even the second best team in the conference. Who right? is? We'll talk about. It. We'll Florida talk State. about it real soon. We'll talk about it real soon. So here we go. Who is your winner for the Heisman Trophy 2019? Go ahead. You wanna go first? No. Nah. No, nah, you go first. I'll let because you say, "Oh, you picked my person." Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Khalil Tate from Arizona, quarterback. That's who I'm going with. I mean, he's up on the list for sure. I'm going to go Khalil Tate. He's going to let you down like he let you down last year. He didn't let me down last we, year. We had a bet that he was going to sit for the Heisman. Did he sit for the Heisman? He didn't sit. Oh, okay. He didn't sit. Oh, yeah. He will sit this shit under Kevin Solomon. And, like, it couldn't have happened better for him. It couldn't mm-hmm. have happened. With that coach coming there with that kind of offense, watch what, okay. Watch Khalil Tate do late night on Saturday nights. Watch. Okay, so this is the thing. For the whole since Tua Tagovailoa threw a touchdown, in the national Gosh. championship last year, I said this kid's gonna win the Heisman. If they split in time, he can't win the Heisman because he's not gonna be on the field enough to win the Heisman. If he plays by himself and Jalen Hurts is just backing him up like Tua backed up Jalen last year, he'll win the win the Heisman easily. But if he doesn't, Willie G's gonna win that thing. You got Seals. Seals he threw him eighteen touchdowns. <laughs> he and you gotta think with Seals. He's just now starting to scratch the surface. He's not even a wide receiver. He played quarterback his whole career. He got Lane Kiffin gave him a scholarship in the eighth grade. He broke his arm. He goes to West Virginia. He said, you know what? I'm going to play wide out. Goes and plays wide out and catches 18 touchdowns in one year. Come on, man. Willie G's throwing him open, I'm dog. Su- I'm, surprised you, I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't pick Bryce Love. Nah, I ain't, nah, I don't believe in Bryce Love. You don't like believe that. in Bryce Love. That Pac-12 shit, man, that shit get funny at the end of the year. It get real funny at the hey, end of the year. But look out. Look out for Kyler Murray, man. 
Calamari, listen. Calamari gonna put up numbers. He, he's gonna be all right. He he ain't even won the starting job yet. He'll be the starter for sure. He hasn't even won the starting job. He'll be the job starter. Yet. I promise you. If two is splitting time, I'm gonna be sick about that because they're gonna split time for the first couple of games. That's stupid. That's gonna ruin my boy Heisman chances. But we didn't talk about him enough. I tell you what, Tua Tagovailoa. If he doesn't get into a situation where he starts this year, he'll definitely start next year, and he is the best quarterback in the SEC. That's not true. The best quarterback in the SEC is not even playing. You already know his name. Who? Justin Fields for Georgia. Uh, we don't know that. Really, I'm telling you, he's the best quarterback in the SEC, and he's a true freshman. It's another true freshman that plays at Clemson. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He liked, he liked the quarterback from what I remember the tight. Listen, he better than him. Really? This damn Marino, dog. 6'6", six, six, throw any pass, legit. Those are two freshmen that should be starting. Two is my guy, and I just hope they don't split time. That's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt me. Let's do a quick breakdown, man, before we get out of here. Um, who will win the Big Ten and why, we? The Big Ten? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be Clemson. What? Clemson done playing the Big Ten. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Big Ten. I'm, I probably, it's going to be Michigan. Michigan win the Big Ten. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. Michigan's going to win the Big Ten. Okay. Because they have Shea Patterson, and they have the best defense. defense in the country. Well, I got Ohio State winning the Big Ten, and I think this is the deepest and most athletic team that Urban Myers had as his tenure at Ohio State. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback. If But I think Tate Martell should start at quarterback there, but they'll probably start the beginning of the season with Dwayne Haskins, and that might be in a situation where they slows them down. Ohio State will win the Big Ten, for sure. This would be the first year that Michigan beats Ohio State. Nah, they need one more year. Michigan, Michigan will beat Ohio State this year. We'll see. Who's winning the Big 12 and why? Oklahoma Sooners because of Kyler Murray and their dynamic offense, and they will blow people out. They're winning it because of Rodney Anderson, the best running back in the Big 12. They'll He's blow, legit. They'll blow people He's out. He's legit. There's it, some questions to be answered. Though. We don't even know if Kyler Murray can play. Yeah, we do. We, we know he fast. Yeah, we do. He's a legend in Texas. But they won't have a downfield passing game, which we haven't seen in Oklahoma in the last 10 years, they've always had somebody throw the ball down the field. Right. Kyler Murray can't do that. I'm telling you, his legs will get him there, Jay. Hey, I'm just saying. But it, it, very, could, it very well could be West Virginia. I just don't think they're, they're not going to be able to stop anybody. I think that West Virginia will win the Big 12 because of the offense. I think the defense just has to show up a little bit, and I have them winning the Big 12. So they have the best offense in college football. They have the best – no, no, I didn't say that. I'm asking you. No, no. They have the best quarterback – Wide receiver combo in college football. You sleeping on AJ Brown from Ole Miss? Nah, they don't have a fucking. Who's throwing them the ball? They didn't have one last year. The Shea Patterson, the dude you just said was the biggest have, impact transfer in I'm, college football. I'm telling you, dude, this kid is nice. Okay, we'll see. Who in the Pac-12? Washington. I got Washington winning For number sure. two. I mean, they open up against Auburn. Be a big test. But they got Jake Brown. He's still Miles there. Gaskin. He's been there for eight years already. Yeah, it seems like he's been there forever. But I think this would be one of the best defenses in the Pac-12. Super talented. Uh, they have depth and experience. So I think they'll be tough to beat out in the Pac-12 for sure. Who will win the SEC? Vanderbilt. Besides Vanderbilt. Alabama. Nah, you know what, man? I think Georgia's going to cruise to the East Division. Um... But I think there's going to be a chance for Jake Fromm gets beat out by Justin Fields. It's going to be and 
he is going to get them rolling. Watch. You just watch. This Justin Fields kid. He's the best quarterback I've seen in high school in 10 years. I ain't bullshit. He's that good. Justin Fields is that good. For sure. It's my guy. And last but not least, who wins the ACC? The ACC. Mm-hmm. Clemson. Yeah. I mean, I, this might be the best team in college football. They have the best defense in college football. But I'm Especially you, the best defensive line. They're going to struggle with Miami. Listen, Miami going to be good. That's what I'm trying to tell you. If they start Trevor Lawrence instead of Kelly Bryant. No question. They're going to win this whole damn thing. I'm not even bo- so you saying it's that kid. We, there's never been a time when there's been two really good freshmen like that coming in that should start immediately. This is the year. Both of those guys should be started. Just like Tua should have started last year in Alabama. It's really hard just to put an 18 year old kid in to lead a team full of uh, men to a national championship. But I'm telling you, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they can do it. Um, so give me your one, two, three, four in the college football playoff. All right, one Bama. Okay, I got Clemson at one. <laughs> For sure. I got yeah. Clemson at two. I got Georgia at two. I got Washington at three. Got Ohio State at three. I got Michigan at four. I got Alabama at four. Huh? For sure. So you got them the last team in the conference. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. And then winning the national title really depends who's playing quarterback. If those young boys playing quarterback, that would be so dope, man. Both two kids from Georgia playing in the national championship. Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields National Championship, Clemson versus Georgia. I got. I'm gonna go with Bama versus Michigan. Hmm. And you believe in you believe in Shea Patterson? Who I you do. just said wasn't a good quarterback. That's what uh, I'm saying. Nah, I just because you just do AJ Brown any kind of way. Watch, watch. By the end of the season, you're like, hey, Weez, AJ Brown, you right? This is true. Look out for AJ Brown. Yeah, I'm saying. Listen, and that's what I'm telling you. Watch what Willie G do, man. Watch when he opened up the season. Against um, where they kick off against Tennessee, dog. Watch what Willie G do. Now Willie G cold. Willie G is cold. G yeah, no, Florida sure. hot about that. I'm cr- telling you, I'm sick of it. that's two big losses. Urban and him, two of our biggest losses in the last ten years. That's college football, man. I'm ready for it to get going, man. I'm excited. Yeah, you got vacation coming up, don't you, champ? Oh uh, yeah, man. It's just gonna lay back a little bit. Get you some sun. Get you some Bahama poppers. Get you some Bahama poppers, dog. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay back a little bit. Man. Yeah. Most back. Yeah, man. Nothing wrong with that. You Most know. definitely, man. That's another show in the book, man. Let us know what y'all think, man. Who's going to win the national title? Who's the Heisman? Um, who's going to be the breakout player? Who's going to be the coach of the year, man? College football is upon us. Don't forget to send in uh, those mailbag questions to fullsportpress at gmail.com. You can DM us, fullsportpress on Instagram. Um, send in questions, man. Doesn't have to be sports re- uh, sports related. It could be about anything, man. We answer all questions. Answering all the questions, man. We need those in by Thursday, August the thirtieth, um, for our mailbag mashup episode. What you got up for the week? I'm chilling, man. This week, man. I had a busy week um, last week, man. So try to relax, man. Get it going. I um, heard that. Trying to get, you know, I'm back running. I'm close. I'm jogging. Are you? I'm jogging, dog. Yeah, I'm you jogging. Never, you never get back on the court. No, I'm never hooping again. Nah. Jogging though, for sure. That's what's up, man. Yeah, Glad most definitely. Glad to see you jogging. Hey, man. I appreciate that, Weed. Everything paid for, by the no, You early. Tweet us with <laughs> questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend, man, that's musty. That needs to take hey, showers and deodorant. I, I don't know anybody like that. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, shave. What about manscaping? <laughs> 
I don't know anybody. You like sure in the hell don't, man. Um, that's another oh, show. Oh, you monkey! I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Weezy, everything paid for, baby. My hey, goodness. Jeff, I got it for us, man. Camera's always on, man. The revolution will be podcasted, and we are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.